0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Cultivation with Kevvy. I'm your host, Kevvy the Dreamer. And today I'm joined by somebody that I lovingly refer to as Fave. This is my cousin, Marika. She is going to be talking with us today about all things life insurance, uh, her business and what she does. And we're just going to chop it up for a little bit. Hopefully this conversation will bless you guys as much as I know it's going to bless me. Um, so let's get started. I'm going to ask you a few Icebreaker questions, just to let people get to know you a little bit further. Uh, awesome. um, kind of silly questions. Okay, no
1: problem. <laughs> but,
0: uh, okay. Let's see. Number one is, and this is funny because you're married. So if you want to imagine your husband as who we're talking about. But the question is, what is one article of clothing that someone could wear that would make you walk out on a date with them?
1: Okay, so... um. Dirty tennis shoes. <laughs> <It's> nope. <an over. laughs> I can totally
0: see it too. I can just see you like, nope. <laughs> it's like the Viola Davis V <laughs> where she's picking up her purse. <laughs> yeah, no. Love it. I okay. don't know Davis. number two is the zombie aco- uh, I can't talk apocalypse is coming. Who are three people that you want on your team?
1: All right. So definitely number one is my husband. I mean, he, he's got the a uh, whole arsenal. Okay. <laughs> probably doesn't want me to broadcast that but yeah um, and then I would say for sure I gotta have um let's see my sisters will have to be on my team for sure yeah so mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with that my husband number one for sure cause he's got the the yes. armory you know cause we gonna have to be shooting somebody cause I ain't going
0: <laughs> listen that's all you need is your husband and the trailer girls and that that is a team to be reckoned with right there <laughs> okay number three the last question is what is your most used emoji most used emoji
1: okay so i would probably say the um the face with the three hearts around it like the all face yes Aw, yes like that one that's probably my favorite <laughs> one because i'm always like oh look how cute this little baby is or look how cute my kids are i mean not to brag (laughs) right
0: (laughs) yes facts okay so now we're gonna get into life insurance so first of all i just want to applaud you because you've taught me so much about life insurance i also have a financial planner that we he's taught me as well about life insurance um Especially for us, our generation, life insurance is something that people just don't think about. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not taught, we're not taught financial literacy. We're not taught life insurance or the importance of insurance and things like that. Um, and actually, when I, so first of all, just to let everybody know, what made me even go get life insurance was because you were selling it. I'm like, I got to support Faith. So mm-hmm. that was number one. But number two is it's important. Um, and it's actually very inexpensive. And I didn't realize that mm-hmm. it's it's cheap. Um, so, yeah. So just talk to us about your life insurance journey. You've been doing this for a few years now, mm-hmm. I feel like um, you've went on conventions and you've done teachings and things like that. Um, what all have you learned about life insurance and what brought you to it?
1: Um, so what brought me to it, um, actually, um, I actually s- started the journey as a teenager. And I wasn't much enough mm-hmm. to actually, you know, right. not, like I understood what was going on. It just wasn't something that I was like fully had the wisdom to, or the confidence, I should say, for lack of a better word. I didn't have the confidence to broadcast it to people um especially your elders like you know typically when you're 19 right and you try to tell someone that has children that are your age or whatever Mm -hmm. they're not really trying to hear what you're trying to say about especially anything about finances because you know most people learn about finances through their parents or you know somebody Mm -hmm. older than them somebody that already owns their own you know somebody that's established and so for me 19 year old nobody like my parents were dismissing me like you don't know what you're girl, like... <laughs> right. And so I kind of, like, played into that, and I was like, okay, well, this isn't for me because, I, you know, maybe nobody is going to listen to me. Um, and then I was introduced to it again uh, with my husband, and he um, was really excited about, um, you know, a, a business venture, and I was just kind of like, yeah, whatever. I tried that before. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it just didn't work out for me. But... Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, kind of reel me in. You know, usually as you know, when you're married, it's really a team. Like, so even if you're not Absolutely. fully invested into something, whatever your spouse is doing, you're going to, you know, at least lend an ear for. So, yeah. you know, um, I was certainly supportive of him doing anything on his own, but I was kind of just like leery of me doing it as well because I'm like, you know, I have, I have a child. You know, I don't have time for this. Mm-hmm. But then after he was dedicated to it and then I've seen his, his um, motivation and you know, it kind of drove me to be like, you know what, you're going to need the brains of this relationship. <laughs> no, I'm, just Facts. I'm, I'm just kidding guys. My host and He's in the other room, so I can't pretend like he's not, he's actually broke. But I yes, decided yes. that that was something that I wanted to jump in, um, jump in the deep water with him, you know, um, And so that was like really my starting point. And so after I went through the training um, with my team and um, just talking with them, it got me really excited again. Um, Not just because of life insurance, but definitely because of the, like you were saying, financial literacy and Mm -hmm. also the um, leadership skills that you develop being a part of a team, Mm -hmm. um, being able to speak you know, about something and confidently speak about that. Because like I said, at 19, you know, I had the brains, but I didn't right. have the voice to speak. And, you know, I, I also didn't have the um, the following, you know, on social media. That's yeah. huge right now, you know, when we're able yes. to speak. Like, if you don't have a following, you know, it's kind of hard to, you know, market mm-hmm. something to people or um, get a message across when you don't have anyone right. listening to your message. And so, yeah. Um, now almost, you know, I'm going to be turning 30 here soon, but I, like you said, I've been doing this for a couple of years now. Um, just having that foot in the door from the beginning and then, you know, kind of just busting it wide open. Like, okay, this is something that we need because even though I knew this at 19, I still didn't, you know, pursue it you know, a hundred percent. And so at 20, you know, 27, I really, I realized that Yeah, even though I had life insurance, I had the wrong type of life insurance and there is a wrong and a right type. And a lot of people don't necessarily know um, Mm -hmm. the difference between the two. And then also just knowing that um, so many deaths that I've experienced from 19 to 20, what, 27, And just not seeing, you know, people, whether it be people that were really, really close to me, I remember, you know, having to mine to bury one of the church members, raising money that way. Like we, like our Mm -hmm. team literally went out to raise money to bury someone. And um, Mm -hmm. that's really sad. And that's usually what happens in our community. We're like selling fish dinners or um, we're... You know, doing all these different things to car washes and fundraisers, GoFundMe's, which is like the epitome of life insurance. It's like, why, yeah. why do a GoFundMe when we could have spent ten dollars, twenty dollars a week? Right. Up that we blow on McDonald's, Jay's, you know, whatever that mm-hmm. money that we're already spending, we can literally put just. A little bit of uh, away for our kids, or even just to protect the assets. Even if you don't have kids, some of us like your, um, like your, right. son, um, Kevin, you have an asset like your home. You want to protect mm-hmm. that, and a lot of people mm-hmm. are just, you know, unsure or not um, or ignorant to the idea that literally ten dollars a week could save my house from absolutely being, you know absolutely not giving to the next generation whether it be your child directly or whether it be your spouse or whether it be a, a family member that you would trust to have that um to pass that down not as a burden because sometimes your pa- if you pass down a home you gotta pay the taxes right up front on that and it's kind of like i don't have money for taxes i just got out of college you know or something like that but, right um mm-hmm. Just having that awareness, and like I said, I've, I've witnessed so many people that didn't get a chance to make sure that their kids' college was paid for before they left this earth, or their house wasn't paid off before they left. Their spouse is working two and three jobs to make sure that their kids are, still have food on the table when all we had to do while that person was alive was put away 10 15 20 $30 even you know, a week to make sure that those kids would still, you know, be able to have the same lifestyle that they had before that person left. And um, then also learning that people um, who created life insurance, they created it to gain wealth from. It's something that, you, you know, this is actually supposed to be something that passes on generational wealth. And so for me knowing that within that what seven year span um not seeing any wealth be passed on to the next generation um in my community, the black community, um, is Absolutely. really devastating and just knowing that if I lend my ear for you know to this to this um cause, of learning the life insurance business and being able to pass that on to somebody, whether it just be to my family members, because even just if I can speak to my family members, maybe I can save, you know, my family from the hardship of this and then noticing that, okay, if people see that I can help my family and then being able to have the confidence and letting other people who have small children, um, you know, because we talk about anything else We want to, you know, how how does yeah. Passion Nova blow up overnight How does, you know, mm-hmm. all of these things um, I know that during The pandemic, um, Black Business was a focal point For a lot of us Like, we were like, mm-hmm. hey, we need to support Black business, so many people lost their Jobs, it's like you gotta have something You know That you're dependent on That is just kind of like, you don't want To be left not having anything um people are dying left and right from covid yeah uh, mm-hmm. and so not having a financial you know a uh, net just something to catch your family when the unexpected happens but we say it's unexpected but it's actually an expected thing like we all right. want to die at some point in time we just don't find right. time or the or the place or the date and so mm-hmm. um it's really important to make sure that this is something that i get you know to to talk to people and, and it's something that is not only important and vital to um knowing life insurance and having life insurance but also to make sure that you spread the word to someone else because, Absolutely. Um, I feel like you know the bible says That you know We are destroyed by our lack of knowledge And that's true um, If you don't know something Then how can you prevent It from happening to you Or someone else And so um, that's really why I got Into it and that's why I'm very um, strong In advocating for it And uh, Hold on baby sorry my daughter's like trying to talk to me
0: you're good you're good
1: <laughs> and so um but what i really want to drive in because um, i know we don't have like a long time to present <laughs> mm-hmm. hold on baby i'm busy y'all go back out go out, 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 out. i'm busy okay so a couple working mothers because <laughs> now the kids are like coming in here and they're like excited that i'm doing something so um number one there's two different types of life insurances um and um 80 of people have the wrong type and everybody's like what 80 percent? like that has to be off no it's true like either mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. have like at all, or they have the wrong type. And what I mean by wrong type is they have one, the one that doesn't benefit your family the most. It's not the most impactful. For right. You. It's actually too, it's actually, um, and then the other type of insurance is something that allows for your family to be protected, just like your car insurance will protect you, your car, just like your right. um, home and uh, homeowners protect your house. Um, all of those things are like mandatory insurances for you to have. Like you can't drive your car without insurance. You can't have, to, right. Or you can't rent a house. Mm-hmm. I tell you that, you know, this is such that you have to have, you have to have medical insurance, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. the only thing that is guaranteed to happen, you don't have to be insured for, which is death.
0: Right. What, That's a great
1: point. So weird to us. Um, but so mm-hmm. what I always like to tell people is that, um, you know, even though you have life insurance, even if you already have life insurance, be educated. Don't just um, go and purchase insurance yeah. just because you heard that Marika was right about it on this podcast. So I'm going to go out and get life insurance. Make sure yeah. you are speaking to somebody that has your best interests at heart, not the bank, not the... Uh, right car insurance sales guy, somebody that's down with you and talk to you and explain to you what life insurance is, what the purpose is. Um, So what I like to tell people are, you know, what is the purpose of life insurance? Um, The very first purpose of life insurance is to create an immediate estate. And what I mean by estate is um, some form of wealth, whether it be land, property, um, anything that you can pass down a business to um, from one generation to the next or from one individual to the next. Okay, And so it creates that immediate estate. Mm -hmm. Um, The number two thing would be um, for people who are um, married, uh, went to college, uh, people that are you know buying a home or people who are um, just wanting to protect someone else. That life insurance is put in place to protect those things that, you know, you don't necessarily have the money for right now. So, let's right. Um if you own a home, most people aren't just going out and buying houses, $200,000 houses cash. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're you're putting a loan onto that home. Well, you're balancing all of your income off of one job. So if you lose that job or if you're no longer here to work that job, then that home can be lost. And, you know, most people work very, very hard to make, to provide for their children, to provide for their family, or even if it's just you alone, you work very hard to have those assets. And so life insurance is put into place to protect those assets. So that you can pass someone else. And then that's absolutely, I um, you would get life insurance is because we know that bills do not care. Bills don't care if you got sick. Listen about no pandemic. Bills don't care mm-hmm. about no. Bills don't care whether your kid was sick and you had to take off for two weeks. Okay, um. So we know that bills don't—they don't care whether what, absolutely they're still going to come. Your water bill is still going to come, whether you got laid off mm-hmm. from your job or not. Your um, cell phone bill—that's still going to come. All of those things are going to come. Well, mm-hmm. your bills are still going to be there whether you pass away or not. So somebody has to put the bill for those bills that are right. coming. And so life insurance is put into place also to take care of those bills for whoever is going to be taking care of, you know, let's say your children, mm-hmm. um, whether you wanted to send them off to college or whether you just wanted to pay for them a big trip, at, you know, when they graduate or, you know, since you're not going to be going mm-hmm. to pay for prom for your for your kids, you know. Um, Things that yeah. come up that we want to make sure that we secure for our families, um, whether you want, absolutely, you know, hey, I want to help my nephew because, you know, he's done such a great job. I want to send him off um, with a nice car because he, you know, he was so great or whatever. Um, life insurance is put into place so that you can have the money, even if you were to pass away, to still be able to give that person those things and to to cover those bills um, because Absolutely. those were there before when you were alive mm-hmm. so if you're not able to you know pay for those bills you're not working you know there's not someone to provide anymore for that time then you know you would have to be able to cover those things and then the very mm-hmm. last reason is which you know the most obvious reason that we think about life insurance is for the burial yeah um Burials right now are probably averaging about fifteen thousand. Um, wow! Right now, and so a lot of people are thinking, mm-hmm. okay. Well, I'm just going to do a GoFundMe. We're going to raise this money, or we're going to sell chicken dinners for, right? You know, JoJo, and it's just kind of like, why do that when JoJo can literally s- save fifteen dollars mm-hmm. a week? And we won't have to worry about yeah. who can cook the food, who can take off to do this car wash, who can set up the GoFundMe, and then you got people doing fake GoFundMe's for for people. I you know how crazy that yeah. To have somebody pass away from family and you see somebody else, you know, you gotta do a GoFundMe for them and then you see somebody else doing a fake GoFundMe just so that they can pocket it off of a person mm-hmm. who passed away. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Okay. You know, we get life insurance to prevent those things from happening. Um, You know, but the only thing that they tell us usually is like, oh, you just get life insurance for the burial. And it's like, Mm -hmm. "Okay, but what about the people who are surviving from that family member? What about them? Yeah life insurance, absolutely protect them mm-hmm. as well. It's not just to protect your death. It's also to protect your living loved ones that have gone, you know, that are have to continue without you. And so absolutely I think that that's the most important piece that people lose out on, or they don't understand um, that that's what life insurance is really the purpose of it really was. And um, just knowing who cre- who created life insurance and why did they create it? Well, the people who created life insurance are benefiting off of it. Their kids have trust funds. Their kids, you know, aren't struggling to pay for college when they go on. Their kids aren't trying to figure out, um, well, how can I pay for this car loan? Or their kids aren't trying to figure out whether I should have a wedding or if I should buy a home because grandpa left them a chunk of money or, you know, great grandfather even left me a chunk of money from when they passed away. So I have this trust that's set up for me that I can just go ahead because we knew the inevitable. We knew that, you know, grandpa Joe was going to pass away at some point in time. So he protected his whole family. And, and that's what a lot of people um, are um, oblivious to. They don't know that. Okay. Well, how, how is it that some people have created a generational wealth and, You know, people die every day. Why isn't everybody rich? If people die every single day, why isn't everybody rich? Because, number one, it's not that everybody doesn't have life insurance. Because, like I said, 80% of people either don't have life insurance or they have the wrong type of life insurance. And so it's not saying that, you know, well, everybody's not rich because everybody doesn't have life insurance. That's not it. People have it, but they have the wrong type of life insurance, and there's no one there going around to educate them as to what's the better choice and how to benefit their family. So um, that's just my big spiel uh, of you know life insurance and what it's what it has taught me as far as when I look into my family, like not even just going broader into the community. If I look at just my family, Mm -hmm. why did we have so many people that struggled, as far as, Mm -hmm. um, you know, as far as getting home, you know, going to college, or whatever the case may be. And I'm not saying that, you know, everybody in our family was like dirt poor or nothing like that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying struggled in a sense of I wasn't able to at 16 to just go pick my car off the lot. Like I want that one. Right. And I had only, you know, I had grandparents that had passed away before. So, but Mm -hmm. why was, why wasn't someone in in our family more wealthier when those people passed away? And the reason was, is because even if they did have life insurance, they didn't have the right type of life insurance. I have plenty of friends in colleges that, you know, I'm like, wow, that's, you know, you're spoiled. Or, you know, you would say like, oh, you you know, that's cool that your parents got you that. And they're like, oh, no, I didn't. My mom didn't buy me this. My grandpa had a trust for me and and this was from his life insurance policy that allowed for me to you know be able to have this or you know I spent such and such amount on prom because Mm -hmm. my family was able to invest money that they got from a lump sum of cash you know from something that was passed off from you know the previous generation and so just knowing that okay why was it so different we, we you know me and this other person have both experienced death in our family why is it that you became wealthy from this death and i'm still trying to figure out how <laughs> i'm going to pay for it for me and for my for my children like that's crazy mm-hmm. right and so just knowing that there is something in place that can you know actually pass down wealth like what you know and then i know a lot of people in the black community are are saying that you know we're several years behind um as far as generational wealth And and they everybody says they call it like new money or whatever like you know people that are just not having money well how do we prevent our children from experiencing the um the tragedy of having to have and go out and get it your own own self, and you know everybody wants to be a hustler, but it's kind of like you know what? I wish I didn't have to hustle. I, I don't want my kids to have to hustle at all. I want my kids to, you know, if something was to happen to me, God forbid, or something was to happen to my husband that you're still gonna be good. We're not. There's not gonna be a lack, um, and that happens through understanding life insurance is in its entirety and then also um the steps that build upon because you know life insurance is really the bottom of your financial home it's really the foundation and so there's actual several steps to you know you know building your financial houses and um i'm sure i would have to get that would be like a whole nother segment to get into you know all the different things of you know your the right. home and building that pro that profile for, you know, a strong, sturdy financial house. But life insurance is actually the foundation um of that house. And so many people, even when they have money, they lose it or, you know, even if they have let's say people have businesses and then, you know, when you stop, you can't pass your talent on to your kid some people can't i mean but always it's not like a recipe you know if if i'm making you know um money off of detailing cars well i might that might be my interest in detailing cars or whatever or i might be really good at detailing cars that doesn't mean that i i'm gonna have a child or a seed that wants to detail cars so right how -hmm. do they profit from the business that i have created um, or the wealth that I've created for myself, well, the way that they profit is by protecting that business with life insurance, protecting your assets with, um, with life insurance. And so that life insurance is very the, the, the very bottom, the foundation of that home. and then you build upon that um, with your investments and all of that good stuff. Um, so just learning that piece because a lot of people, even if they they don't have that right foundation, stuff can cave and um i've seen that happen as well people that own car lots it's like okay well your father was a good car salesman and he owned this car lot but now it's Mm -hmm. you know uh tanking or whatever or you're you're not doing so well because maybe you didn't get the car salesman gene you know um but the way to protect that and you know a way in order to protect that business or protect your family from experiencing losses because your father's talent and skills aren't there anymore. Um, you know, there is a way to protect that from going under. And so, um, it is important for people to learn about life insurance, get life insurance, and then also, um, maintain keeping up, you know, with your policy, knowing exactly who am I supposed to call, um, You know, Mm -hmm. people also there's like a lot of life insurance policies that are out there that people didn't even claim or couldn't even get access to because they don't know who to call. Who's your life insurance agent? And do your do your beneficiaries Mm -hmm. know exactly whose number they're calling or where to look for the information? So -hmm. that's another thing. Some people get life insurance and don't even tell their beneficiaries that they're the beneficiary. So now we have this property that somebody's been paying on and then you pass away. They have no idea of how to even access the person who sold it to you. And And, you know, a lot of people just be like, oh, well, my grandma got it from such as got it from this guy. So he comes to all of our houses. But then, you know, when it's time to collect or, you know, bury that person who who knows where the phone number is for this guy. Nobody has it. Right. And so um, that's another thing about life insurance is knowing um, just being a person to encompass it all, not just talking to the policy owners, but also talking to beneficiaries, getting them on the phone and saying, hey, this is who I'm the person who you should call. If something is to happen to your brother or your sister or your mom or your dad, if something calls, you are... You are the person who is going to take care of the arrangements. You are the person that they assign this money to, but you need to call me so that you can get that check. Because that's, and that's another thing. Life insurance is not, you're not just buying a policy. You're purchasing a check. And a lot of people sell their self-sure and, you know what? I'm just going to get this small policy. And it's like, no, you're you're purchasing a check. I want the biggest check that that they can give me for my family. I want the biggest right. thing that I can purchase. Right. The most that I can afford. Mm-hmm. Or the most amount of checks that I can afford is what yeah. I want. I want you to give me just the bare minimum yeah. of what I can afford. And I could probably mm-hmm. get this because, you know, that'll cover, you know, I could be able to give each of my kids a thousand dollars. No. Right able right. to give your kids something more what are you what's stock kid gonna do with a thousand dollars the next year because mm-hmm. all, we all know that a thousand dollars is food for what maybe two months inflation that's going on right now it's like you know yeah and then that's um something else too you know does your insurance Um, carrier allow for you to increase your policy um, with the inflation. And so there's a lot of things that um, people won't go into Mm -hmm. details about. They won't explain to you. They just want to sell you the policy just so that they can get commission off of it or just so that they can um, do, you know, insurance guys that are like car insurance salesmen. They Mm -hmm. sell you life insurance policy as an add-on. Like, oh, let me just throw that in there.
0: Yep. Right, <laughs> like a like a bundle. Like if you bundle with us, you'll save so
1: and so. My life is not a bundle. I'm sorry, it's right. not, I'm not right. bundling my life into your hands just so that you can meet your. Yeah, like no, that's not okay. Yeah, and a lot of people just think, oh well, it was cheap. Yeah, of course, is your life cheap? My life ain't cheap. So. And neither are my kids' life. My life is not cheap, so I don't want it to yeah. just be thrown in, bundled in with my checking account. I don't want... Right. So a lot of people just, you know, are like, oh, okay, well, I didn't, I didn't think of it in that aspect or I didn't understand it in that way. I just felt that, oh, even if I got a policy or some people say, you know, it comes with the benefits of my job and it's just like, okay... You basically have to die on that job, in your chair, at your desk, at your work desk, in order for you to get that policy. And a lot of people are like, what? So a lot of people don't know that there's restrictions in certain life insurance policies. You can't die from this long list of things that they're not going to tell right. you about. It's the fine print. Right. People don't read. Yeah. You know we all all yeah. have the habit. We go and get a yeah. s- cell phone and it's all this fine print that we don't even read. We just be like, okay, I just Mm -hmm. want that new gadget that you got. Let me just get it. Right. Mm -hmm. There's a fine print. There's restrictions. There's all these different things. And we don't even think to even investigate about that because it's just like, you know what? This is what my grandparents did. This is my parents. did. They got a job with a 401k and a life insurance policy. So I'm good. And it's like, no. What What is that life insurance? How much of it is it? Can it pay ten ten years of your salary? If it can't pay, pay ten years of your salary, what do you need that life insurance policy for? You got life insurance policy on the job that's going to pay you one year your salary. <clears throat> hmm. And you paying? Yeah. But but it's cheap though. Mm-hmm. And people will argue with me, Kevy. They, they'll they argue with me and be like, oh, but, I mean, I have it on my job. It's in my benefits. And it's kind of like, okay, so you yeah. slave to the job. So what happens to all those people that lost their job during the pandemic? Right. Now they don't have life mm-hmm. insurance. What you going to do? God forbid you got sick from COVID. God forbid, you know, right. you left the earth, you lost your job in, in March, when the mm-hmm. pandemic got, you know, real strenuous, and then in April you passed away because you got sick from COVID, that job that you lost in March where your life insurance policy is not covering you passing away in April. So, yeah. you know, wow. that's why I, I like to try to tell people also, um, it's not only about having the right path, <clears throat> but protect yourself. You always you always want to have a safety net outside of work. Mm-hmm. So if you have something on a policy side, <clears throat> You want to make sure that you have something outside of that, that, absolutely, you know, I mean, and even nowadays we're changing jobs so rapidly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you almost mm-hmm. have to, to keep up with all the, yeah. um, you know, housing yeah. costs, it keeps skyrocketing. The housing market yeah. right now is ridiculous. It's hard to get approved for a home. So, Mm -hmm. you know, people have to move jobs and all of those different things. Um, And so, you know, life insurance ties into all of those different aspects. Like I said, it's the very foundation of financial house, um, your financial literacy, knowing exactly. I have this at the very bottom to ground me to Make sure that if all these other things collapse, I still have this to make sure that my family can rebuild upon. My family will be able to survive with, you know, without me because I put this, I put the bricks down on this foundation, and we, we have this and it's sturdy. Um, you want to make sure you get the the best foundation that there is out there. Um, talk with somebody. I know that um, I'm not licensed in every state but I can get licensed in your state if you needed me to. Um, So right now I'm only licensed in the state of Ohio, but I know you have friends in California. I'm sure there's Mm -hmm. people in Atlanta that are listening, Houston, Texas. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's people, you know, um, in Vegas that are listening. Maybe I don't know. Look, I'm broadcasting to everybody, whoever you're talking to, you know, um, absolutely. Whoever is Mm -hmm. listening. Make sure that you get with a, a person who is going to explain everything in detail with you um, so that you can make the, the best informed decision. Even if you don't um, want to uh, get insurance with that person, at least they explained it to you. At least you know exactly what you're getting and why it's important to you and you know how it's going to benefit you and your family so i just encourage people to go ahead and do that um make sure that you are um getting getting something that is not going to be um lost by the wayside you know something that's you know and then make sure your insurance your insurance company pays out too I would hate for somebody to spend all these years paying on a policy and it never gets paid out to them or, you know, what's the track record of the company who pays out the policies? Do they pay their policies or do they try to find loopholes as to why they shouldn't pay your family after, you know, that after they had to bury you and do all of this, this stuff, they're already grieving. And now they got to try to fight with the insurance company as to why they should give the money that, They owe to you. So definitely, definitely go out, get life insurance, but make sure you get educated on life insurance. That's just my whole tidbit. And I'm sure I was all over the place, but I'm really excited um, that I was able to have the platform to speak with everyone um, I can always, always, always go into further depth with anyone who wants to um, reach out to me or um, heavily design on Instagram or Marika, mm-hmm. greatest love of all, Elliot on Facebook. And yes, go ahead and take back over our special host. He is my favorite, you guys, my favorite cousin. So don't be jealous, though, of my other cousins. We love you as well. <laughs> Just saying, my fave. <laughs> Uh,
0: yes. Thank you so much for that. You said everything that I wanted, um, discussed and all the questions that I had were right in there. Um, one thing that I just want to tell everybody that stood out to me was you said that there's different types of insurance and I think that that's important. Mm -hmm. You know, I think for me, I think that the average person like myself that wants to cut a deal or look for savings when you're getting your car insurance, like you said, you have to have car insurance. Um, It's like, well, this is you know a bundle deal. You can get home, car, auto, all of that, and you might as well throw life in there too, and you'll save some money. But like you said, it's it's probably not the right fit. So I think that I'm really glad that you said that because I think that's important that people understand what their policy is and actually look at their policy. Because I didn't think of that. You know, there's different types out there. Your company specifically is for life insurance, so clearly that's going to be better than a state farm or you know whatever Mm -hmm. um so you made some great points and you tied in your socials i wanted every i wanted to um definitely give everybody the opportunity to connect with you um if you guys follow me on instagram Mm -hmm. um my podcast instagram is at cultivation with kevy k with the k or excuse me cultivation with the k not a c for kevy um, and I will have all the information that she shared in that post. I will have her contact information so that you can get a hold of her. She is phenomenal. Her and her husband both have helped me tr- uh, tremendously. And I'm not just saying that cause she's my fave. I'm saying that for real, like the life insurance, um, everything that she's taught me about it is so important. And I just advise everybody, um, to look into it as well. Um, we all have lives. We all have, uh, You know, some of us have children. Some of us just have families. And like she said, we're wanting to protect those people when we're gone. I lost my father in 2018. And, you know, when he was gone, thank the Lord, he had policies in place to protect his children that we didn't know about. But, you know, there's bills. Like you said, bills don't care. Bills don't care what's going on, who passed away, what, what you have, what you caught, you know, from whoever. Um, so, you know, thank God that my father was responsible enough and thoughtful enough to do that because we, you know, we had bills afterwards when he passed. I had to pay off the rest of his debt to keep, you know, my home now and the estate. And, you know, that's stuff that nobody thinks about.
1: Exactly. Um, it's And it's, and it's, you're already grieving. So mm-hmm. don't want to pile debt. Absolutely. Like, that's like kicking right. a man when they're down. You do not want to pile yeah. on financial hardship on top of, you know, mm-hmm. somebody who may have just been getting by in the first place. You know, a lot of right. paycheck to paycheck. You want to mm-hmm. add somebody you, taking away that that person's ability to work. Right. They're no longer physically here to work anymore. You want to take that mm-hmm. away from this family and mm-hmm. then pile Whatever Absolutely. type of debt they had, you know, mm-hmm. college degrees, cars, um, house payments, mortgage, all of that, all of, whatever it is, you mm-hmm. dump all of that. You want to put that into somebody's plate because somebody has to take over. Somebody has to figure out. Yeah. Somebody's gonna have to pay it. You know,
0: the bills. Somebody, don't somebody's
1: stop. gonna have to pay it. Whether you know, I don't want that to be my kids trying to pay off some debt. That, Absolutely. you know, that I racked up. Or my husband, I don't want him to have to, you know, spend time yeah. le- or, you know, wait or waste time at another job, at another facility, at another place, doing overtime, yeah. trying to provide for my kids because, you know, I left all this debt stuck mm-hmm. on their plate. And it's like, you don't want that for your family, whether you have a spouse or not, whether you have kids or not. You do not want somebody else having to take on all of those bills that you left behind all of the debt that you left behind all while they are grieving the loss of you. Mm -hmm. Cause I mean, that's the process within itself and you want to add the frustration of debt when people are already, you know, living paycheck to paycheck. It's just something that a lot of people, you must, you must, you must consider. Um, I always like to tell people, would you pay your light bill or would you pay your life insurance? Because a lot of people think of life insurance as another bill, right? And so I always mm-hmm. like to ask clients, um, you know, which one would you pay? And so I guess I can do this with you. I know I didn't, I didn't really have to do this with you, but I guess I can do it with you. Would you pay your life insurance or would you pay your light bill?
0: Honestly, probably my light bill.
1: You would pay your light bill. Okay. A lot of people say that. They will pay their
0: light.
1: Yeah, I will mm-hmm. pay my life insurance before I will pay my light bill. You want to know why? I will pay my life insurance. Why? Because the lights can be turned off and turned back on. My life—if I die—I'm not coming back. So that light—that's a great worried thing. about on mm-hmm. Tuesday, and I pay that bill instead of my life insurance, and on Wednesday I go. See, You know, then there's no policy to leave for my kids. Now, if I pay that life insurance and I go still on Wednesday, that life insurance is going to pay that wa- that light bill. It's going to pay for my kids' college. It's going to pay the water bill. It's going to keep paying all those bills that I was so worried about in my life Right, that can be turned off and turned right back on because we can go out in Uber and get the money for a light bill. You can go out and Right. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just saying there's so many quick ways. You can borrow money for your light bill from somebody. Right, But if you can't borrow your life back from somebody. Right. Once you're gone, you're gone. That's a great point. Once you're gone, mm-hmm. you're gone. And I know we think about that in a practical sense. It's like, well, I don't want my lights to be off. Well, of course not. No, nope, Nobody's right. saying that your lights should be off, but I'm saying the The extreme dramatic effect of how important life insurance is. Once you're gone, you are gone. There's no... Oh, I'll be back on Thursday. I just didn't feel like living for the rest of Wednesdays.
0: Right. Right. Right.
1: Yeah, the lights being off may be a pain in the butt for the day or two or however long it takes for you to get that next check or whatever. Mm -hmm. But you know, after you pass away, your kids ain't gonna be worried about no light bill. Cause they ain't they ain't worried about it anyway. Quietness is kept. They don't care. They not, they're not worried about it whether you're alive or, or you're yeah. dead. Cause they don't know nothing about paying it. Exactly. So but they will know and they will understand that, you know, if we don't have a light bill for the you know, somebody gonna have to struggle to pay this light bill for a long time. They will feel the effects of that. I, I just want to make that dramatic point as to you know your lights can be turned back on, your water can be turned back on, your life cannot. You can't come back. So take care of you, take care of your family, um, and and make it a a decision that is not just another bill. This is something that is you know a safety net. You want that safety net. You need that safety net for you and your family.
0: Absolutely. Well, I thank you so much for your time. You've shared and dropped so many gems for us all. Um, Everybody that's joined us here, thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to check out Marika on Facebook and on Instagram. And I will also be including her information when this episode comes out and it'll be on my Instagram page.
1: Thank you. I really, really appreciate the opportunity and definitely uh, having the platform. I'm so, so proud of you. Um, I don't say thank you so much. I don't say it enough, but I'm really, 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 extremely happy for you. Um, your growth is amazing. Um, you are awesome, and you are certainly vital to our community. And I love you so much.
0: Oh, thank you so much. I love you too, and I'm proud of you as well. Thank you. Thank you so much, everybody out there. This has been Cultivation with Kevi. Until next time, take care. That's all right.